Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm John Doman. Beagles intended to be research test subjects will instead be adoptable here soon. I'm Christy King. Wall Street is higher. The Dow up 100 points. NASDAQ up 18. The S&P up 4. 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Two of three white men convicted of hate crimes for killing Ahmaud Arbery in South Georgia last year have been hit with another life sentence in federal court. WSB's Veronica Waters reports. Travis McMichael declined to make a statement before his sentencing, which U.S. District Judge Lisa Godby-Wood told him she's thought about more than he could imagine. Wanda Cooper-Jones admits she had been anxious to hear her son's shooter speak. Just a simple I'm sorry. But evidently, he wasn't sorry. Judge Godby Wood told McMichael he had gotten a fair trial here, more than Ahmad Arbery got the day he was chased and shot to death. She sentenced him to life in prison plus 10 years, rejecting his effort to let him serve his time in federal prison instead of the state. His father, Greg McMichael, was also just sentenced to life in prison. William Roddy Bryan will be sentenced later this afternoon. Gabby Petito's parents have filed a $50 million wrongful death lawsuit against authorities in Utah. They claim police there failed to recognize that she was in a life-threatening situation last year when they investigated a fight between her and her boyfriend. It happened weeks before he killed her during a cross-country road trip. Recovery efforts continue in Kentucky now, where at least 38 people have died in devastating floods. Governor Andy Bashir. It's the donations we need now are dollars. We're overwhelmed with clothes and water and the rest. <laughs> what we need now are the dollars for the medium term and the long term rebuilding. President Biden is there now with First Lady Jill Biden. Mr. Biden has also pledged federal support while touring the damage there. Get ready for another week of extreme heat across the U.S. Here's WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen. Cities like Seattle on down to Portland and over across through Centralia to Walla Walla, Washington are likely to see temperatures climbing several degrees above the triple digit mark. We could actually see some readings up between 100 and 105, 106 degrees. Investigators are still looking into the murders of four Muslim men in Albuquerque, New Mexico. CBS's Lilia Luciano has the latest there. Local, state, and federal police are stepping up efforts after Friday's shooting of Naeem Hussein, the third Muslim man murdered in Albuquerque in less than two weeks. Ahmad Assad runs the Islamic Center of New Mexico, which all three victims attended. Just a, an emotional roller coaster in trying to make sense of these horrific and heinous crimes. According to police, all of the victims were ambushed. Pulitzer Prize winning author and TV host David McCullough has died at 89. He was known as one of the most popular and most influential historians of his time. The Dow Jones is up 90 points this hour. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good afternoon. It is 2.03, and we are so glad you're with us on another sticky day this Monday, August the 8th, 85 degrees. But it feels like 95 degrees. Good afternoon. I'm Hillary Howard. 
with breaking election news. There is a recount coming to Frederick County after numbers in a primary race apparently did not add up. And now that race is on track to be decertified. WTOP's Neil Augenstein explains why. The Frederick County Board of Elections says it was getting ready for a recount of a county council seat where two candidates were separated by only three votes. When they realized there was a discrepancy between the total number of votes in the certified results and the number of accepted mail-in and provisional ballots. In a statement, the Frederick Board says it suggests there were human errors in ballot accounting and the board says it will vote to decertify the results. On Wednesday, they'll start rescanning all mail-in and provisional ballots. It's expected to take two days. The State Board of Elections will be on hand to help. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Now we'll have to wait a bit longer before the race for the Democratic nomination for Montgomery County Executive is put to rest. After nearly three weeks of tallying votes, that race, which is too close to call, is now headed for a recount. Just 42 votes separate incumbent Mark L. Rich and challenger David Blair. This weekend, Elrich declared victory, and not long after that, Blair said he'd seek a recount. In Frederick County, votes for the county council seat are being decertified, as you just heard, by the Maryland Board of Elections. Now, staying in Montgomery County, school leaders say they'll be ready on the first day of school despite staffing concerns, which many school districts are dealing with. The local teachers union sees things differently. Montgomery County Public Schools are on a hiring blitz with just weeks before the August 29th start of classes. There are more than 150 teaching vacancies, including in hard-to-fill spots like special education. Superintendent Monifa McKnight insists... But on the first day of school, we'll be ready. We'll be ready for our children as we always are, and we want our families to feel comfort in knowing that. But Jennifer Martin with the Montgomery County Education Association says... I am highly doubtful that we will have filled all positions by the beginning of the school year. Martin says teachers continue to leave the profession that puts more demands on them while they can find better pay outside the classroom. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. An Arlington police officer is under arrest and charged with assaulting a woman. Police say William Hahn and the victim left a couple together and drove to South Scott Street where they got into a fight that turned physical. The couple then got back into their vehicle and drove to Columbia Pike where they got into to another argument in a parking garage. The suspect allegedly struck the woman in the face. While waiting for the elevator, they encountered a person who called 911 after seeing injuries. Han was hired by Arlington in June of 2020. He is now on unpaid administrative leave. 206, there is no question. DNA analysis works to help police departments identify killers and victims. But it's expensive. Now, one company is hoping local support can help solve local cases. The suburban neighborhood along Sharpsburg Drive in Centerville wasn't there in 1993 when a body was found lying next to a tree. This is an unsolved homicide. But Major Ed O'Carroll with Fairfax County Police says they don't know much about this victim. And while her body had been there for at least one to six years, police believe... Her murder was elsewhere and she was likely placed there. Texas-based Othram is crowdfunding this and... And other cases. The return on that investment is significant. Chief Commercial Officer Andrew Singer hopes local interests can provide the funding needed to solve this case. We're providing answers that investigators and communities have, haven't had. John Dome in WTOP News. 
WTOP News Time 207. Keep it here because we have traffic and weather next. I'm laughing because who knows how long this disgusting weather will hang around, but we will find out. It's 207. Shulman Rogers is a full-service law firm with offices in Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. Attorneys at the firm take pride in the long-term relationships they build with clients across the DMV and around the country. Like real estate client Elliot Estes of Woodmont Lodging. Working with Sam Spiritos and the real estate attorneys at Shulman Rogers is like having an in-house legal team. I know they have other clients, but I always feel like I'm their top priority. They have been instrumental in helping us with strategic acquisitions around the country and providing support throughout the life cycle of our various real estate assets. 